I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live on this Tuesday afternoon. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Here's my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Well, we can be absolutely certain that the uh, short north area here in Columbus in central Ohio will be completely, absolutely safe from now on. How can we know that? Well, because Columbus City Council voted to give a cool half million dollars in hopes of curbing violence in the short north. All right, okay, that was dripping with sarcasm, in case you didn't realize it. Uh, I keep saying this, and there continues to be more and more proof. The answer from the liberal left for every problem is throw money at it. Just more money. Just if you if you just throw more money at it, all your problems are going to go away. How do we take care of poverty? We just throw out a bunch of a whole lot of money. And we've done that to the tune of trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars for 60 years. And yet poverty is worse today than when the war on poverty began 60 years ago. Abject failure. Total. Complete. I don't don't care how you measure it. It it has been a complete failure. But that is always the answer. If schools are failing, kids are not being educated, their test scores are dismal, what do you do? Well, you you pour more money into it. In order to do that, you've got to pass a levy. And if you don't pass a levy, we're going to punish the kids. Yeah, we're going to take away extracurricular activities. We're going to we're going to take away the band. We're going to take away football, basketball. We're we're going to punish the kids. This this is always what the liberal left wants. Just throw more money at it. Now, to be completely objective, 
and I try very, very hard to be objective. This new $500,000 that was approved, uh, what was it, last night, I think, at City Council, uh, was already coming around. In other words, they didn't have an emergency meeting. Oh, my goodness, we've had two weekends in a row with people shot in the short north, so we've got to throw a half million dollars at it. That's, that's not what happened. The money was already on the agenda. The funding was already on the agenda. All right, again, to be objective, honest, and balanced. So it wasn't just in response to the two last weekends, the shooting of 10 people a weekend before last, last weekend, tragically one person died. Uh, So, however, however, the city council did the same thing a year ago. They allocated a half million dollars to curb violence in the short north. They did the same thing a year ago. Uh, we're going to contribute a half million dollars to uh, to cut down violence in the short north. Okay, so they allocated a half million dollars to make the short north safe. Fast forward. One year later, um, is the short north any safer? Uh, no. In fact, it is less safe than it was a year ago. So if a half million dollars a year ago had no positive um, impact at all, can we really expect another half million dollars to have a positive impact? I I hope so. I hope so. But it's it's got to be more than throwing money. Now, some of that money is being given to uh, faith organizations. Okay. As long as the faith organizations are actually dealing with the problem from a basis, a foundation of faith. A whole lot of faith organizations have very little faith except in their name. And I'm not saying that about where the money's going this time, because I don't know. I don't know anything about the organizations that are being sponsored. But um, my point is, a year ago, we're going to combat violence in the short north. Here's a half million dollars. A year later, it's not any better. Not any better. And then there is this story. I I, I like this. Up in Canada, a gentleman who describes himself as an anti-capitalist. One year ago, opened a new cafe called The Anarchist. Yeah. He is a self-described anti-capitalist. And so he opened a cafe and coffee shop in Canada called The Anarchist. He's anti-capitalist, so he established the business on a pay-what-you-can business model. Just pay what you can. Hate capitalism. People trying to make a profit. So just 
pay what you can. Well, that was a year ago. They have filed for bankruptcy and they are closing. This is in Toronto. Now, the bizarre thing, when it was opened, it was opened with great fanfare. This is anti-capitalist. Pay what you can. Well, that was only for the quote-unquote drip coffee. Pay what you can. Now, the other beverages like espresso, tea drinks, breakfasts, and so forth were higher than any other place around them. Yeah, he was charging exorbitant prices on everything else so he could offer, again, quote, drip coffee. I'm not even sure what drip coffee is. On a pay-what-you-can basis. So the guy was an absolute, complete hypocrite. He hiked the prices of everything else so he could offer one item in his cafe coffee shop for a just pay what you can. If you can pay a dollar, that's fine. If you can only pay a nickel, that's fine. And um, it didn't work. And he's uh, closing shop because, and to be honest, I don't even understand this. But he blamed, and I quote, this is why he is closing, according to the owner. A lack of generational wealth seed capital from ethically bankrupt sources. A lack of generational wealth seed capital from ethically bankrupt Again, I'm, and I'm not being cute. I have no idea what that means. But that's why he's closing. Not... Not because he was a complete, total failure. No, 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 no. It was because of, let me quote that again, lack of generational wealth seed capital from ethically bankrupt sources. Okay. Yeah, the uh, anti-capitalist cafe crashes and burns in flames. Uh, Well, we're not going to crash and burn, but we are going to take a short break. We'll be back. Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Hey, just want to pass along, uh, today is the last day for pastors and church staff to register for our Pastor Appreciation Breakfast one week from today. Can't believe it is one week from today, but it is. And uh, today is the last day to register. It's going to shut down, I think, tonight or first thing in the morning So uh, this is your last opportunity to make sure that your pastor and the staff of your church, and when I say staff of your church, I'm not referring to a big mega church with multiple paid staff member. That could be that. Uh, It could be a small church with a lot of volunteers in ministerial positions. 
uh, those folks are just as welcome. Uh, But uh, the opportunity to register is running out very, very quickly. Uh, The word Columbus.com is uh, where they can register, or you, if uh, you are in that category. Uh, We knew, we knew, number one, that COVID lockdowns for children didn't work but they were completely unnecessary. And if you go back over two years ago, listen, not only do I not claim to be an expert, in fact, I continually tell you I'm not an expert on anything, I also do not ever claim to be of av- above average intelligence. And I'm, I'm not being falsely humble. I'm being honest with you. I am Mr. Joe Average. High school, average. College, average. At times, maybe even a little below average. But I think I've got a brain, and I I try to use it. But I said that to say this. Even a dummy like me, way over two years ago, said on this program over and over again, why are we locking down the schools? All of the science tells us that children are really not susceptible to COVID, except in rare cases. They are very, very low risk. And so right at the beginning of this, somebody like me with no scientific knowledge, but I could read and think, I continued to say, why are we locking down the schools? This is ridiculous. Well, we found out it was the teachers' unions. It wasn't parents. It wasn't the kids. It was the teachers' unions. Wait, wait, we're going to lock them down. We're not going to go into those classrooms, you know, because, because we could die. Now, the likelihood of a teacher getting COVID from a kid was very low as well. Anyway, there was a whole lot of controversy about there is no controversy now. We know. Number one, that the lockdowns were not necessary. Number two, we know that the lockdowns were unbelievably destructive for children. Socially, physically, and academically. And the more we learn, the more research that is done about the results of the lockdowns, Here is from a peer-reviewed research source, quote, The longer schools were closed, regardless of race or income, the worse the outcomes for students and the more persistent the losses. And the more social restrictions put on child social activity outside of school, the worse off the children were. A team of researchers from Harvard, Stanford, Dartmouth, John Hop- Johns Hopkins, and the testing company NWEA has been, conduct- has been conducting research and developing policies to help children called the Education Recover- Recovery Scorecard. Pardon me, the Education Recovery Scorecard Project. Quote. Its findings are very bleak, 
if unsurprising. The bottom line, and again I'm quoting, learning loss was consistent and universal regardless of demographics. Black, white, rich, poor didn't matter. The longer kids were kept out of schools, the worse it became. Uh, Quote, apparently many parents believe that their children have been catching up. But this is an illusion. Now, it impacted kids across the economic and racial strata. But, quote, the pandemic left students in low-income and predominantly minority communities even further behind their peers in richer, wider districts than they were. In other words, the whole lockdown thing promoted by the left. It was not conservatives. Conservatives were crying, open the schools. It was the liberal left that was saying, we can't. Kids are going to die. Teachers are going to die. We've got to keep these schools. And who was hurt the most? Minorities. Blacks. As is the case with almost all left-leaning social and academic programs. Uh, Yeah, we're finding out. We knew it was bad. It's much worse than anyone even anticipated. And no, kids are not yet catching up. <laughs> 